Coachella is not the place to be, I guess, conservative with your outfits. I'm not saying like go out there naked, but I'm saying like <laughs> just be fun. You know, there's a lot of color. Don't there's be afraid like... to try something new. Exactly. Hello, and welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. I'm uh, Gerald. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm Paulina. Sorry if we sound a little sleep deprived. We were taking care of the cutest little puppy this weekend, and now he's not here. Sad. Yeah, you missing him already? Uh, yeah, he was a cute little nugget. Well, we'll see him soon, but I am glad to have a break. I don't yeah. know. Dog sitting is definitely, at the moment, better for our lives than actually having a dog. Yeah, especially because we have a lot of stuff coming up in the near future, and... One of those being... Coachella. Exactly. So we're officially T minus one month away from Coachella, at least mm -hmm. for weekend winners. And that being said, we did want to give tips and tricks for people that are going to be camping, car camping, general people going to Coachella. First time Coachella-ers. Yeah. First time festivalers. That'd be crazy if you go to Coachella for your first fest. I mean, maybe if you're local. I'm sure there are plenty of people that do do that. Yeah. <laughs> Doo-doo. Doo-doo. It's just a lot, though. I, it's, I mean, it's one of the bigger festivals. It's not like it's overwhelming, but it's mm -hmm. very well planned, so maybe it would be a better one to go to. I don't know. Yeah. So we got a couple different sections, I guess, basic festival prep in general, camping tips if you're car camping, Coachella-specific tips that are more applicable to this one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would say so, although a lot of these probably could be applicable to a lot of, a festivals. Lot of festivals in general, but we are going to give some Coachella specific ones because last year when I was trying to prep I was wanting more information on you know what to expect out of car camping you know what to prep for the outfits and all I got was Paris Hilton Coachella prep which like, I somehow got into like a podcast episode that she was on and that was useless because it's Paris Hilton and she, she can get whatever she wants exactly yeah. so she was talking basically about like oh this is all the parties that you have to go to for the pre-party and the after party Oh and the invites gosh. you need to get into and the outfits. I'm like, this is not useful for me. How many me. thousands you need to spend just to go to a festival? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It was interesting, not useful. So that being said, we do hope that this is useful to you guys. And if not, you can always let us know in the comments. Applicable to those at all levels financially. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, we are going to talk about some tips on how you might potentially save money with your Coachella prep. So yeah. With that being said, let's get started on some basic festival prep. And this is probably going to be most applicable to all festivals. So we'll just kind of breeze, breeze through, through this. Yeah. So obviously a lot of people have been to festivals already. You probably already learned some of these ticks, tips and ticks. tricks. <laughs> Hopefully ticks. no ticks. No ticks. Tips and tricks. But yeah, so, and this isn't necessarily for camping either. It's just for the actual festival. I'd say remember to bring your basics. And with that, I'm referring to sunscreen, hats, sunglasses for sun protection, just general stuff for sun protection. Yeah. Because it gets hot in the desert. You know, that's where Coachella is at. With that, also a water carrier of some sort. So whether that be a just regular water bottle or... I think it can't be metal. Yes. 
So it has to be some sort of plastic water bottle. So mm -hmm. if you're trying to bring a hydro flask, I would not bring it just to be air on the side of caution. Leave it behind and bring your Nalgene instead. Mm -hmm. um, but even better than water bottles, or at least my favorite, is a hydration pack of some sort. So For whether sure. that be a Camelback or some other water pack. They make all sorts of, you know, rave specific ones now and just mm -hmm. anything that you can find out there. But it'll be better than not having anything. My personal tip for this is get the biggest one you're willing to carry because yes. generally they come with store different pockets for storage you can store small things mm -hmm. phones snacks maybe yeah um, some people do opt for just bringing a backpack and bringing just regular water bottles in there that's fine i for me i feel like the smaller more compact stuff works because i'm already not that big of a person so i don't want to be hauling around a big thing mm -hmm. all day but you know i've seen it be done so yeah one thing that can also be done with hydration packs is a lot of backpacks you can mm -hmm. fit them in there and run the tube either out through a zipper through or through a lot of them have a lot of backpacks have headphone jacks oh, yeah. and you can run depending on the size can run the tube from a hydration pack through that i never would have thought of that and that's very good for coachella as a festival it's, it's hot during the day cold at night so you want to have a jacket with you that's that a way must. if you're if you have your hydration pack in a full-size backpack you can carry other bigger essentials like jacket or, or spare clothes hats etc that being said a lot of the stuff if you're trying to bring it in has to be sealed you can can't bring and this will vary like between each festival but at Coachella you can't bring food obviously you can't bring like alcohol like drugs, none of drugs yeah. all that etc for example for gum and stuff it has to be unopened and in sealed packaging, in sealed packaging. so they know it hasn't been tampered with exactly but along with some of the other basic basic festival gear you need kind of your EDC phone wallet stuff so you can always get in touch with friends if you get lost mm -hmm. pay for food at the festival and with Did that you say your EDC EDC phone. EDC. What does that mean? Everyday carry. I have literally. You never. I heard thought of you it? were talking about the festival. I'm like, well, I've never <laughs> been there. How do you know? <laughs> I guess let's clear that up. There is a festival also called EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival. Yeah, but yeah. EDC is everyday carry <laughs> stuff I'm... you carry with you every day. So You've never your, heard that term? Your phone wallet. Ger Gerald, whenever he leaves the apartment, he has seven things. He's like phone, wallet, keys, work badge, garage thing other badge you, i don't even know work water phone. bottle work phone <laughs> this is very besides the point sorry you can tell we're delirious yeah no edc that's definitely kind of i feel like a guy thing <laughs> it's very common on youtube and stuff like that um, people are showing off their edc what they carry every oh my day. gosh but portable battery is another thing i think is is essential for mm -hmm. not just camping but just going to festivals in general yeah you know you don't really have a lot of places where you can plug in so if you're trying to stay in touch with friends throughout the day if you're splitting up going to different stages portable battery is good to have yeah if you get a big enough one you can share it with other people other in your people. group as your as well and you can also go on airplane mode because that will save you a lot of battery yes life. airplane mode i'd say battery you, saver obviously a, a battery saver and if you're with your friends and don't need your phone at that moment it's always good to turn it off yeah for the time being i do recommend though and this is just me as like a paranoid safety person to not have like one of those sticker things that you put on your phone 
that you can carry like your ID and your credit card in it because if your phone was lost or stolen, there goes everything. Mm-hmm. So and in, you're really in and a you're deep hole really, at that yeah. point. So in this scenario, I don't recommend one of those. If you're going to have one of those, you better hold the, like, onto it for dear life. Back of the case, phone, wallet things. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That being said though, I have seen these new straps that you can, it's almost like a phone case with a strap and the strap connects to your wrist. So that if someone were to try to steal your phone, it would be a lot harder because it's strapped to you. Mm -hmm. Could be, I've never used it, but could be something to look into. Yeah. While we're talking on that, I do think it's important to talk about festival theft real quick. Just touch on that. Yeah. Be safe. Be conscious of your surroundings, especially with phones. They're so valuable these days. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people's entire lives are tied through their phones for for better or worse. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, be smart about it. If you, I personally think something that's also an essential is a, front of body carrier of some sort yeah. so you know how a lot of people have the cross body bags and they wear them in front of themselves i think that's good because it's, it's on your person strapped to your chest basically no one can really get into your space and get to that without you yeah. noticing so it's a lot harder to steal from to say guys carry stuff in their back pockets all the time that's like a prime pickpocket yeah it's a prime situation. pickpocket place one thing that you failed to mention that i personally i think it's been a lifesaver two things wipes for when you're going to the bathroom Sometimes in porta potties there is no toilet paper left, and that will save you. Yes. From a very bad rash. <laughs> yeah. Wipes and hand and sanitizer. And hand sanitizer was the other. Mm-hmm. I always carry some with me, but again, sometimes there's. They're pretty strict on if you can bring in hand sanitizer and stuff. I actually haven't had issues with hand sanitizer, so. Okay. If you can bring it, but definitely the wipes for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't want to get into a porta potty and then be out of toilet paper. Right. It's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> and then one more that like I think as I've gotten older I've become more fond of is earplugs. You can still hear the music just fine and you're protecting your ears. Yes, maybe I sound like a grandma, but I don't care. I don't want to be deaf when I'm 70. Or sooner. Or sooner. A lot of people nowadays are getting deaf sooner. Yeah. Or losing their hearing at least. Yeah. So now let's move on to some of the camping trips. So just so you guys know, Gerald has not gone camping at any festival. Have you? I have not, but I do enjoy camping in general. Yeah, you're so a regular camper. Some insight. And then I have done car camping, which essentially the difference from car camping and regular camping is one, you get to bring a car with you. The other, you don't. Your car stays parked outside of the venue. Mm -hmm. For the most part, I think the things that we're going to talk about as far as how to prep for car camping would be applicable to regular camping, not the luxury camping, because the luxury camping, you will have a lot of stuff just given to you. Provided for you. Yeah. So just take note that this is probably applicable to most car camping and just not outside of Coachella. It'll be applicable to other festivals that have camping. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get started. So what should you bring for camping? Yeah, so I'd say start with your camping basic, your tents, sleeping bags, sleeping pads. Pillows. Pillows, blankets. Those those are where you want to start. With sleeping bags specifically, sleeping bags have different ratings. Mm-hmm. They have comfort ratings and survival ratings. They kind of mean different things. So mm-hmm. like what level you'd be, what temperatures you'd be comfortable sleeping in and what temperatures could you feasibly sleep in without dying. So uh, I'd say uh, if you don't have a sleeping bag already, check the rating, uh, check the rating on the bag uh, for one that's applicable to the temperature range you're expecting in so Coachella. For Coachella specifically, it is a 
a desert, so it gets pretty cold at night. Mm-hmm. I was fine with the one I had. I think my friend that was sleeping in the tent with me was she's a big camper, so she had like a, one of those nicer mummy bags, mummy bag super, ones. Yeah, super. She's in Colorado too, and so high up in the mountains, you right? Get you need cold that. camping there too as well. Some other things that people don't think about are lamps, just general camping lighting. Mm-hmm. I think there's several types that are necessary. There's multiple that you need to bring, especially depending on when you're coming in and setting up your camping site, you need a headlamp Mm -hmm. at least. Headlamps are the ones everyone always forgets. Everyone's like, oh no, I have flashlights. I'll be fine. It's not the same. It's not the same because you can't really set up your tent, Mm -hmm. your your tent or any of your campsite when you're holding a flashlight. Exactly. It takes away one of your hands. I dare you to try. It's a pain. Yeah. So headlamps are definitely a must. I'd say general. You have that little foldable one that I love. I have a pop out lantern mm-hmm. which is good for lighting up multiple different areas i like our tent has a hook at the top so we can hang it from the top of the mm-hmm. tent and kind of use it as a ceiling light in the tent i think there's a bunch of different camp lights you can get rechargeable camp lights you can get online mm-hmm. that are bright and can light up general areas a lot of people like string lights too i've seen that before and a lot of people do that for decorative purposes yeah those too. don't provide as much lighting I, th- I think function over over form is definitely more important when it comes to lighting yeah but string lights so can too. be useful in in lighting up areas you know see the kind of the outline where the tent is mm-hmm. and stuff like that another one camp chairs oh yeah chairs, foldable lawn chairs this is a must we had some camp chairs but we also remembered to bring like tapestries and blankets so we were fine kind of just like sitting on the floor but some people got super creative the people that were camping next to us had essentially like a living room set up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've, I, I know you've seen these, the like sofas or like the mini, like, I don't know, chairs that you just like fill it up with air. Yeah, I have what one. What are they called? I don't know the specific name. Uh, we'll try to describe it over the podcast. Think of it as a big kind of nylon balloon almost. Mm-hmm. You catch the wind with it and then close it and roll it up to where it basically becomes pressurized mm-hmm. into this like seat shape. Yeah. It, it's kind of like an inflatable I almost want to say you lay in it like a hammock, although it's not a hammock. Mm -hmm. So it's a good kind of almost an inflatable day bed of sorts. You can also bring, you know, hammocks if you can tie it in between the cars. But I feel like that would be a little bit difficult. Yeah, I don't think there's really a good... Because there's no, at least at Coachella, you're going to be in a big open field. You're not going to have trees trees and stuff to hang stuff around. So So lawn chairs are a must or at least some sort of tapestry or blanket that you can lay on. Yeah, I'd say along with that, uh, tables. Yep. If you're planning on doing any cooking, you're not going to want to be doing that on the ground. If you mm-hmm. have a bed of a truck, you can use that, but tables are definitely yeah. more useful. Foldable table. And people who go camping regularly might not even think about that because you go to a lot of campsites. And they Each have campsite the has tables. a picnic table mm-hmm. in it at a lot of locations, so you might not necessarily think of that. I'd say, honestly, even two tables is probably worth it if you have the space for it. Yeah, for sure. I guess one thing we didn't touch on is if you're trying to camp with like a small car and have limited space there are some different options you can use for some of these things we already listed for lawn chairs like the everyone thinks of the standard kind of golf folding chair mm-hmm. there are there's the tiny ones. there are tiny ones that still have legs there's even ones that are kind of just two pieces of fabric tied together mm-hmm. and you sit directly on the ground but it gives your back a rest yeah tables there's small tables you can get all sorts of compact stuff. sleeping bags and and sleeping situations Tense. I mean, people can also actually sleep 
in their car. So if if you have a pickup, mm-hmm. you could technically put like a blow up mattress in the bed of the truck. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of ways to do car camping. It doesn't necessarily have to be like you bring your car and then a tent. Yeah. You just kind of have to get creative with it. I saw a lot of different setups. Yeah. Next on, I'd say grills if you're planning on doing any cooking. But it should be a gas grill. And why is that? So at least at Coachella, they do have like big blocks where you can charge your phone and stuff like that. It's probably, it's gotta be a couple hundred Mm -hmm. outlets. That being said though, they're kind of at the end of where the camping area is. And so you're not gonna bring your grill over there, make your food while everyone's charging their phones and then bring your food back to your camp. I did see a guy do that (laughs) because I like was an early riser and I, I was like, okay, let me just charge my phone, you know, talk to my friends, whatever, get on Instagram. Instagram. And this guy didn't realize or didn't think about the fact that like, he's like, yeah, I got a camping stove. Oh wait, it's a plug-in one. So he literally was making eggs and bacon in this big charging block. And it's a good thing the guy was tall because they're big, they're tall blocks. Like I could not have done that. Reached it. Yeah, no, I could not have reached the top to like actually flip the food and stuff. Okay. So, I mean, it's doable, but like, don't be that person. It was funny at the time because there was not that many people up. It was just like the early risers. Yeah. But when it's very busy, like people are trying to charge their phones. They don't want to be smelling whatever food you're cooking. Yeah. So I would definitely agree with that gas stoves are better in mm-hmm. general and bring an extra propane tank yes bring bring enough propane for the weekend a lot of people don't think about that they're like oh one propane tank might be enough but mm-hmm. mm, depending on the size it might not be i do have a car that has ac power mm-hmm. so if we were car camping and we could get away with an electric stove because we can just plug it in yeah directly to my car but i do think gas stoves are better for this case i would also think i i would say personally the bigger gas stoves are better the actual mm-hmm. uh, full-size burners even a double burner one so you can mm-hmm. cook a couple things at once yeah the kind of backpacking small yeah there's there's some smaller ones like jet boil and pocket rocket they're basically small little stoves that connect and stand directly on top of the propane tank uh, they're generally for backpacking trips they're a lot smaller and oh, lighter I, see. I wouldn't recommend it for this especially with how windy it can get at coachella that yeah. thing can blow over a little bit easier and cause a big problem for you mm-hmm. so i'd say stick to the bigger full burners even a double burner stove for sure is ideal in this case also i don't know if we mentioned this but a cooler so bring a big 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 cooler or multiple small coolers because you're gonna be there all weekend with mm-hmm. that, bring a lot of ice. They do sell ice if you run out, but it's going to be an upcharge. So just make sure that probably bring, I would usually say less is more, but in this case, more is more. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of these things, if you're not a regular camper, you can go to places like REI and rent them for the weekend. So we rented the big, big Yeti cooler and honestly, it stayed cold all weekend. We didn't have any issues with the food that we brought. So yeah, so that was actually going to be my tip for saving money. If you're camping, if you are not a regular camper and don't have any of these supplies, REI, Dick's Sporting Goods, they have Mm -hmm. camping rentals you can do. You can rent an assortment of stuff, tents. Huge tents. You can rent like 20 person tents. Sleeping bags, coolers. For a three-day festival like this, I would definitely recommend a Yeti-style hard cooler, whether it be Yeti or Arctic or one of the other Mm -hmm. high-quality brands versus kind of the old-school hard coolers. Yeah. The kind of double-walled hard Yeti style works a lot better. Mm -hmm. And if no one knows this, there's actually a specific 
specific way to cool your stuff more efficiently. The exact ice ratio you should use. You should actually use some ice before you put your food in there to pre-chill mm-hmm, pre-chill the cooler. It. So I definitely recommend looking up those tips to get specific instructions for kind of like how big your cooler is, how much food you're bringing. Right. To safely store your food across the entire weekend. And then last but not least, I would also say a portable shower. So I didn't do this because I didn't think about it. And actually, I don't necessarily think it's necessary. It's more of a luxury. It's more of a luxury. But, you know, if you don't want to use the showers that they have there, portable showers are a thing. Mm -hmm. Moving on. So when is the best time to arrive for camping? This was actually a question I had for you since you had some experience with it. I did some research into this and found out some of the rules that go along with it. So maybe mm-hmm. you can you can confirm. But it looked like if you have a group, maybe with multiple cars, you all have to get there at, at the, the same, same time, time, right? Yes. They won't like let you, you go to the same area no. if, if one car arrives later. They're just going to make you set up somewhere else. They make you set up somewhere else. So if you're coming with multiple people and from different places, coordinate when you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, my opinion is get there as, as early as you can get with mm-hmm. everyone in your group. People are traveling across the country maybe they get there a little bit later right coordinate when would be feasible for everyone to arrive at coachella and then go in together as early as you can get because the earlier you get in the better spots you get closer to the festival Mm -hmm. that's kind of my two cents with that yeah the walk isn't crazy but yeah the earlier the closer it's just kind of like better better spots essentially Mm -hmm. okay so as far as food i really do recommend bringing food that you can make easily Mm -hmm. so i had not thought about this but someone in our group suggested like ramen and that was genius because all you need for ramen is hot water Mm -hmm. so we did ramen we did bagels we did have like eggs and bacon but we didn't go like it's not where we were trying to do like great british baking show fancy meals yeah yeah 24 7 i think picking the food you want it's definitely kind of a team decision yeah whoever's in your group i'd say get together organize a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet of some sorts. Get on a Zoom call. Hey, what is everyone going to want to eat? What, no people's allergies. Yeah. What can we realistically make? And how much effort are we going to want to put in mm-hmm. at the festival? Would we rather be cooking all day or would we rather spend more time listening to awesome music? Exactly. So there's so much food that we could say like you could bring, but just think about it and be smart. Less is more. Yeah. Wait, not less is more. Smart is more. Smart is more. <laughs> I don't know. With, with food, though, two things that people might not instinctively think to buy extra water and extra ice yeah if you have enough space in the cooler i'd say throw in some extra ice in there Mm -hmm. because you might want to just cool down throw some ice on you or anything one thing that i definitely think people need to get is like liquid ivs or some sort of salt tablets because if you're you're sweating a lot if you're you're sweating a lot and you're just hydrating with water you might get sick so get Mm -hmm. those electrolytes in yeah. Food is available for purchase if you do forget some. There is like a general camp store, but obviously I'm sure everything is overpriced there. So take it with a grain of salt. Same as in the festival. There's Same food as in the you festival. can buy, but if you have food you can make too, you might want to do that. Yeah. Also, one other thing is when you're thinking about like your food options, you can, if you also don't have like as many like groceries or whatever you need available, there is a shuttle that can take people that are camping to a general store outside of the venue and then it'll bring you back once you get your groceries. So I didn't do that, but it's an option. So maybe use it if you want. Yeah, that's actually one thing we didn't touch on with the mm-hmm. 
car camping. No in and out privileges. Right. No in and out until, until Monday morning. Un- once once you enter the festival, you can't move your car or leave until Monday morning. Correct. Okay. Getting ready. So this is pretty much just going to cover the showers and the glam station. Like I said, I was an early riser, so I had absolutely no problem with like very little shower lines. Showers were clean. Showers were great. There is premium showers that you can pay 10 bucks for. I have no clue what it gives you. I don't know if it's worth it, but I didn't have an issue with the shower. Just make sure that you bring a bag with like all your toiletries and your change of clothes, unless you want to be walking back in a towel across <laughs> the campsite, which would be kind of awkward. Yeah. I think I might've seen people do that, but hmm. I don't know. Anyways, bring all your toiletries with you. The earlier you wake up, the less lines you're going to have and probably the cleaner everything is going to be. Yeah. That also goes for the glam station. So they do have an area with outlets and you can get your hair ready and makeup and all that jazz. But again, the closer it gets to when people are trying to get to the festival, the more crowded it's going to mm-hmm. be. So just play it smart. For charging your electronics, they do have, I already talked about this, so they do have the big like charging stations, but those later on in the day get really full with people when they're getting ready to get to the festival. So one of the people that I camped with, she had like a solar portable battery and so she would just set it out into the sun and it would charge the battery and then she could charge her phone with it. Mm-hmm. So if you have one of those, uh, 10 out of 10, would recommend because you don't need an outlet yeah and then last but not least for like the general dealing with the elements so definitely bring a canopy during the day it gets hot you're gonna want some shade you're gonna be really exhausted if you don't get some shade Mm -hmm. so get a canopy but then also make sure to take down the canopies and the tents before you go into the fest it's a desert it's super windy you don't want your stuff blowing away in the middle of the day you come back and all your stuff's gone exactly and then last but not least just security Make sure that you lock up your stuff in your car. I didn't have any issues. Like no one was roaming around our campsite that we know of. But be smart. Don't leave valuables just sitting out. Right. Put them away. Lock them up. Exactly. All right. So let's get into some of the kind of more specific Coachella tips. Mm -hmm. As far as if you're traveling locally to Coachella, I'd venture to say that driving Friday to the fest is probably a lot more traffic than the people that are trying to get there Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. I don't actually know because we drove Thursday and we had traffic, but it wasn't... Wasn't terrible. I mean, you know, living in LA, I feel like everyone's used to it. So if you're not a local and you're flying into LA and then driving, just be prepared. Mm -hmm. There's traffic here. It's bad. Yeah. Get used to it. (laughs) Plan accordingly. Getting to and from the fest. Do you want to touch on this one? Yeah, so there's a couple different ways you can get to Coachella. Obviously, Ubering, that can tend to be a little more expensive, mm-hmm. but there's uh, the shuttle passes you can get. There's free parking as well as preferred parking. Preferred parking... Drops you off a little closer. Obviously, it's a little bit closer and you got to pay a little more money. So if that's something you're willing to spend on, go for it. If not, free parking's fine too. Yeah. And then just don't be stupid. There's a lot of cops right outside of the venue. So don't drink and drive and think that you're going to get away with it. Just don't do it. It's dumb. It's Well, yeah, you shouldn't be cool. doing that normally. It's not safe. So pay the money. Don't get arrested. Don't put everyone else in danger. Yeah. Okay. Outfit prep. This oh my is gosh. probably my favorite because Coachella is one of these festivals that I feel like is very much known for 
The fits. The fits. You're not just there for the music. You're there for the fits. That being said, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of options and it's going to be super weather dependent. You know, last year, I personally didn't think it was that hot, but I think I'm just used to Texas heat and humidity. Mm -hmm. Some people thought it was pretty hot. Plan accordingly. So bring layers because like we said, it's going to be potentially hot during the day. It will get cold at night. You're probably going to want at least a light jacket Mm -hmm. of some sorts. Yeah. One of my friends actually had like one of those kind of jackets that you can really fold up really tight and it put it in her backpack and it took zero space (laughs) like man i should have brought something like that so if you have something like that you're raving all about her equipment because she was very prepared she had all sorts of goodies Mm -hmm. coordinate with your group so if you're trying to do a fun group outfit we're gonna do that this year Mm -hmm. definitely make sure that you plan probably a month at least in advance so that everyone has time to get the thing whatever your theme you're going for ready yeah And then again, I can't like give out outfit prep specifics just because everyone has their different style, you know. What you're going for. I did, last year I saw a lot of white cowboy boots and let me tell you as a person that has worn cowboy boots in Texas and all throughout like our college football time, they're not that comfortable to wear all day. So style over comfort is a no for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to risk it, but just know if you're one of those people, you might be dead at the end of the day. Putting your own body at risk. Yeah, it looked cute. But I do think like just be fun, be creative, you know. Coachella is not the place to be, I guess, conservative with your outfits. I'm not saying like go out there naked, but I'm saying like (laughs) just be fun. You know, there's a lot of color. Don't be afraid to try something new. Exactly. You know, like get some glitter on your face, do cool eye makeup. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that you can do. That being said, if you're going to use an outfit just that one weekend and one weekend only, rent or thrift. You know, there's a lot of ways to do your outfits and it's more environmentally conscious. And so I definitely recommend sites like Newly and I'm sure like Rent Rent the the Runway, Runway. other stuff like that is definitely a good bet because it's, again, you're probably not going to wear some of these wacky outfits just out in the middle of a Monday morning. Yeah. And you can find some pretty interesting clothes at thrift stores, Mm -hmm. stuff that you you might want to wear for the weekend, but wouldn't necessarily be part of your everyday wardrobe fashion is cool and awesome and artistic it's a good way to express yourself but it can be a burden on the environment so just do it Mm -hmm. smart yeah and like i said again just be very mindful of the weather like if you're gonna wear an all leather outfit and it's 90 degrees outside like you're gonna get sweaty exactly okay last but not least coachella is about the fits but also it's about the music that is the main thing let's not forget why we're there to listen to some awesome artists yeah so there's so many different ways to prep for a festival as far as the music goes one thing that i like to do is get a collaborative playlist together with your group and they might know a lot of different artists that you don't know and they can add some songs to your playlist and vice versa and so you know it's just a good way to explore artists that you might not know and mm-hmm. then also listen to the ones that you are already excited for yeah and figure out who you who you might want to go see day of exactly and with that also you can follow the official playlist so coachella has one i'm pretty sure every festival has like an official playlist mm-hmm. so these are gonna be a little bit more curated but you might not get as much out of it, out of it. per se. And then once the lineup drops, 
download the app and schedule out your day. This is probably the most important because more likely than not, there's gonna be at least a few times where multiple of the bands that you wanna see are at the same time, different stages. And so you really need to map out, okay, what stage, are they close to each other? Are you gonna go for half of one set and the other half of another set? Prep this because if you're spending this much money to go to a music festival and you don't enjoy the music aspect Why of it- Why are you it, even there? Yeah, well, there's different ways to do it. Yeah, I, I didn't true. prep this much in the music side last year, but I had full confidence in my group and like their taste in music. That's not usually me though. Yeah, I guess you just want to make sure you don't have any regrets after the mm-hmm. fact. Like if you realize like, oh man, I wish I knew about this person right before I went. So I could have gone and seen them versus discovering them you at know, the fest or afterwards. Exactly. In a worst case scenario. Exactly. And then the last but not least, as far as the music prep, get there like a little bit early on day one so that you can get a layout of the land. Coachella is huge. It is very big. There's stuff that I still didn't even know was there. Apparently, like there's some secret, like there's speakeasies. There mm-hmm. is the Heineken house and the dome. If anyone is going, make sure you go to the dome. That was like, I didn't even know it was a thing, but thankfully one of the girls in our group did. And that was worthwhile. So make sure that you explore before you're ready to Actually just get there, get there and, and look at all the music stuff. Yeah. So with that, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. For our listeners out there, if we missed anything specific that you think we should have covered, let us know via our email at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com and we can maybe touch on it next week. Mm-hmm. If you have any specific tips that you've discovered through your live music travels, let us know because we'd love to hear about it and we're always looking to improve how we do our festivals for sure other than that uh we appreciate you listening if you would we would like a thumbs up rate us five stars it does really help it really does if you think we deserve it other than that yeah if you enjoyed it share with your friends so they can do their coachella prep as well follow us on socials we're on instagram at educate.your.earbuds.pod and then at tiktok at educate.your.earbuds with that thanks for listening everyone bye y'all